Hey guys, thanks for joining us for another episode of Riding Through the Ages. I'm Eugene. And I'm Eric. And we're going to do common or current common, which is Common Rider Saber, mm-hmm. Chapter 2, The Water Swordsman Along with the Blue Line. It aired September 13, 2020. It was written by Takaro Fukuda and directed by Taka, was it Takayoshi? Takayuki Shimbasaki. We've done this before. Yeah. Um, these are, these are like getting on to like anime titles. I know, man. I'm having trouble writing it down in my little notebook. <laughs> it's I, like, like I'm sitting here having to tr- very small letters, especially I, with the way, that's why I had to actually like squint at this paper to see what his first name was. Cause I was like, wait a minute. I remember like the paragraphs that were Dragon Ball Z titles at some point. <laughs> so before, before we get on the episode though, you said that we have a, a review and we have an email. Oh, an email. We got an email through the website. Uh, which is uh, fanboyopinion.com. Just, uh, Just throw it back there. out there. Self-plug. If you want, if you want to review us, you can review us at uh, pretty much anything. Uh, anything you can find along uh, Apple Podcasts, because it's no longer called iTunes. Um, we are on Amazon Podcasts. We are on Stitcher. I don't think Google Play exists anymore. Google Play is weird. weird. <laughs> I just got an email about like, G Suite no longer exists. Now it's Google Workspace. I'm just like, whatever. This is dude. right after G Plus and all that. <laughs> yeah. They're so, just trying to find their brand. Yeah. <laughs> their brand is Google. <laughs> so is, and, it, is it a positive email? Yes. Uh, it is a comment from Tom H. Not to be confused with our last one, which was, all, was from a Thomas. Completely oh. different. I think we found our niche. Yeah. Um, Tom, People named Tom. Uh, thank you, Toms. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Toms. Um, it says, uh, I just up and listened to your podcast, which is awesome. And I can ask, and can I ask, will you be doing the women writer team ups and movies? Um, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Maybe a autocorrect the woman, cause there's no women time team ups for movies. Wish there was, but there isn't. Um, I think he might be saying common and his autocorrect may have put it as woman. Oh, okay. Yeah. Or, uh, something like that. Um, uh, so, if there are woman writer uh, uh, team ups in movies, let me know. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I'm down be, for that. There is a. Um, there is. I'm gonna have to a, go home and do some research. Yeah, I don't think that uh, there isn't, but uh, there is a Sentai one okay. that is just like a group of like I think it's three or three or four like uh, female Sentai members from like shows going back like 10, 15 years, mm. and they're just like pretty much just all like Sentai moms now. Oh. <laughs> So is that the whole... Uh... Yes. Uh, kindly regards, uh, Tom, Tom H. So, uh, yes, thank you. Thank you for saying it's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, honestly, we... if, if if there is a comment, if you're talking about an actual woman team up, please email us again uh, so we can find it. Because I've never heard it. Because that sounds awesome. It does. But, um, but uh, if you yeah. mean like the team up movies, we're doing those, right? Yeah, we're doing team up movies. We're doing specials uh, like we did. Uh, it hasn't been released yet, but we did do um, the double decade right crossover and and we've already done zero one and um zero yeah and so also we're just going to be doing like all the specials we talked briefly about um the delusions the double delusions and how far are we going did we did we say we're doing the sentai crossovers when they cross over okay when they cross over because they will be movie ties and movies okay and um there are occasionally just episodes of the show that cross over don't think there's one for uh double because there was some for decade, but decade was weird. Hmm. So I don't know if there is. I don't think there is one for now. I don't remember. But I do know like there probably will. Be, there probably will be one for. Um, I don't think for uh, zero one. I didn't hear anything, but that's because they also like lost several episodes in zero one. Hmm. Um, yeah, it's kind of hard to. Uh, but there might be around that. In, uh, 
in Saber, but I know there is some in uh, other write in other writer shows, and yeah, we'll totally do those, and we'll do the crossover. But we do do the specials. Uh, we watched that uh, zero one hyper battle video, which uh-huh. was the ca- the kangaroo thing that was kangaroo. ridiculous. Uh, and there's a bunch of those things. They're just like stupid fun. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I wish it was legal for us to upload for you guys to watch, but <laughs> uh, if you want, you shall find. Yeah, it's um, that it's out there. Yes. Uh, one of the most irritating things is how like you know how a lot of people have they find various ways to upload things to YouTube uh-huh. in ways that the algorithm doesn't see it. Yeah. The one that uh that a lot of like anime has done is that it's like it's like a half the size mm. like in a corner. Yes. And then like a still image surrounding it. Yes. Yeah. In Japan, the way they do it is super weird. It's like the bottom is cut off and above that is two of them. The exact <laughs> same scene playing side, side by, by side. side. <laughs> Like it's like a, a 3D headset video or something like that. It's so irritating. Oh, man. But I see it all the time. That's like the move to upload uh, copyrighted I, claim material to YouTube. I've seen ones where it's the episode, but it's like they're flipping through a photo book. Oh, yeah. Like you, So you're watching, and it, it looks you can clearly see there's a book. So I'm thinking it's just the background still image. And then suddenly the page flips, and you're, you have to look to the left side of the screen now <laughs> to see the other. And I'm just like, nope, I don't like this. I'm clicking out. Oh, yeah, and there's also the one that's uh, not for subtitled ones, but it's, it's mirrored. Uh. <laughs> it's just like, oh, no. Oh. <laughs> the other thing I wanted to talk about before we start watching, start talking about the episode is I did make a mistake on YouTube. I watched a toy review of the Saber belt. Okay. And it actually looks pretty sweet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, so there's the three books, the three slots for the book, and it's uh, right arm, left arm, and middle. Okay. So um, the other writers actually put their s- the books in different slots. Oh, okay. So like uh, Kamen Rider Spada, because I, I was watching a, a review of a, a Spada's book uh, thing, he puts it in the third one, and mm. I'm guessing the blue guy, he'll put it in, in the, the middle. middle. And then they put the other books on the other sides to add the combinations to it. Gotcha. So they're actually split into three. Like, um, that's why one side of Sabres is all red. That's the dragon one. Yeah. And then the books, they're, they're actually pretty cool. They're like little, they're a little bit shorter than like a cell phone, but they're thicker and they actually have multiple pages. Oh. So we got to look at the toys when they're actually in the show. Yeah, I got to pay like, attention. When they open it the first time. It's like the cover page of like Brave Dragon or whatever. But when they put it in the belt and open it up, it's actually like a picture of that part of the writer. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, well, I'll I'll keep an eye out for that. So, and then how they do it, because the three main writers, the red, the blue, and the yellow one, they all have the same belt. Mm -hmm. And so like how um, Vulcan and Valkyrie had the same uh, henchmen device. So what they do... It's instead of selling, instead of you buying a bunch of belts, you buy the original one, mm. and it gets you saber stuff. It gives you saber's book. Okay. And then the hilt and the little sword thing comes off. Okay. And you put, like, other ones in. There's, like, a little RF chip in it, and it, like, changes the colors that the belt lights up. It lights up blue or red oh, or yellow. Oh, dude, that's... And then, so it's like, that's how you would have it. You would have okay. the one belt that you get, like, the saber one. Yeah. And then the blue guy and the yellow guy, you got you buy, like, a little box. Okay, yeah. For, like, like the, 30 bucks or something. The like whole that. time you were explaining to me, I'm like, that doesn't help, though, because the belt's red. And then it's like, oh, the light changes. That's elegant. It's like a very smooth way to... Yeah, so... uh yeah, I just watched this Japanese guy who's like, he just reviews uh, Toku Toys. And so I'm like, oh, I shouldn't have watched this. Now <laughs> I want to buy it. <laughs> but yeah, and then the books 
uh, a lot of sound actually comes out of the books, mm. so that will affect it. But a lot of sound comes out of the little sword part. Okay. So it's, like, interesting. But, yeah, I shouldn't have watched it because now I want to buy them. <laughs> they got you. Uh, yeah. Speaking of which, we were going to watch the second episode. Yep. And from the ending of the first one, we know that immediately. Um, it's I'm, I'm guessing it's a, about a water swordsman, along with probably a blue lion. Yeah, a blue lion. I'm just guessing. <laughs> no, the whole title, if, if we didn't see at the very end him show up with a blue lion, on a blue lion. So weird. Because you know he's walking. You know he's walking and they digitally added it. Because <laughs> he's like also not moving. Yeah. He's just really... <sighs> So kind of rigid almost. Yeah. Uh, like we were saying, it would have been more intimidating if he, the lion was just next to him. Yes. Because it's sure. like a small lion. I'm just wondering what the lion has to do with it. I mean, I realize it's dragon and lion and whatnot, but do you think that lion's going to get big and start attacking things? I don't know. You think it's going to go giant? Well, if he has a lion, that might mean the saber can summon a dragon. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. I mean, and plus I was getting kind of those Sentai monster mecha vibes. I'm Now I'm kind of... Uh, so in sure. uh, it's like don't please. Well, in Wizard, he literally rode a dragon. Hmm. Um, his motorcycle turned into the saddle. Oh, and he fought in his weird CGI dragon against monsters inside people's hopes. <laughs> See, I'm I'm kind of weird. I don't even like vehicle levels in games. Like Gears of War, the first one was okay, but then like the second and third one, it was like every other level almost. You're on a on so a my problem is, is that if it's going to be a vehicle level in a game, they should be like good. Yeah, like I, and I, I like in my mind, I'm like, why can't they have like GTA? But when you get into the car, it's Gran Turismo. Yeah, yeah, it's like a new game. It's like a mini game almost. But no, like the controls just become Gran Turismo all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. And then when you get out, then it's like a different game. Like uh, um, Shemu, Shemu, the fighting in that game is just Virtual Fighter. Okay, yeah. Well, it's from the same company, right? Yeah. So it's yeah. like the exact same engine as Virtual Fighter when you get into combat. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, why can't they do like more of that? Yeah. Because I mean, so you already know what it is. It's a different. It's a different part of the game. It's not like the same thing. Yeah. You know. So why does it have to be with the same sort of ropes? I understand it's because of like source code and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, well, like a huge company that has like a lot of games they do. Why can't they have like those parts in those games? Uh huh. I mean, and if you wanted to be more arcadey, why couldn't you when you get into a car in GTA, why couldn't it be burnout all of a sudden? Because that would be awesome. It would be pretty sick. And that would totally feel the aesthetic, feel the feel the aesthetic of uh, GTA. Yeah. yeah. Because, and it's really weird for me because I didn't necessarily hate like all the vehicle levels in, say, Halo. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't so bad. Um, I mean, it, once they added it, Mythic difficulty, I really started to hate that because you're stuck. You have to do it, and you just get blown up so easy. But that's besides the point. Like with Gears, it was horrible. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I think that might. Be I'm, I don't get something about. I don't like about com not necessarily common rider but like super sentai is when they go to the Voltron thing I feel like they took away my martial arts so now I've got this giant robot yeah the giant robot parts I'm not too bad well, I kind of just like oh I'm gonna check my phone now um like I guess if I was a bigger fan I, I suppose of the the mech thing but then I like Gundam but they're like humanoid kind of I don't know I'm weird well yeah. no rhyme or reason yeah you might like Ultraman then because like the thing that is like Gundam versus like Sentai is that Sentai they just like kind of throw the giant robot fights in with mm. it because they like have to yeah um whereas gundam that's like the focus and that's how like ultraman is ultraman is like mm. the giant fights is like it's the thing you've been waiting for yeah like everything leads up to that okay yeah see that and i'd probably i'd probably enjoy that more because i know what i'm getting also into. they don't they don't normally fight like normal stage anyways mm. they normally don't sometimes but most of the time whenever the fight happens it's a giant fight right Those are the only fights that happen and that's kind of how like uh 
Gundam is. It's like they're always when they're fighting, it's in the suits. Yeah. It's like, oh well they throw like a punch outside and they're like, Time to get in the suits. Yeah, we're done uh, here. Get in the suit. So we also get to see more of like how the well get to see more of how the world works. Yeah. See if we can remember our defined terminology on what is part of the city and what's part of fantasy and yeah. the borders of reality. We have to see the announcer come up, and you you, you love him. And <laughs> I mean, it's going to be a lot easier when we actually hear the name of the world, like when they say it, because it was like something like Wonder. It's Wonder World. That's Wonder actually world. the name. Okay, yeah, Wonder World. So we can use Wonder World now when we say yeah, as far as Fantasy I know, City. I, I'm pretty sure it's Wonder World, and like because of the Wonder Ride books, mm. and uh, I think uh, he he's a Wonderonian, maybe. Wonderonian. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Wonder Jin. Wonder Jin. <laughs> and then I swear, I wish we had sponsors and like there's an alcohol commercial. We just like, and speaking of Jin, it's Wonder Jin. <laughs> part of my massive segue ability. Uh, no, we don't have sponsor. If you no. want to, let us know. Yeah, hey, um, we're, we're here for you. I'm okay with selling out. <laughs> you want some ex- some weird stuff that you think nobody else will sponsor? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like the whole thing where like I was uh, listening to a podcast and they're talking about how. Uh, Shout Factory started their own like podcast, video podcast type thing, hmm. and uh, called Talking Toku. Okay, and they're like, dude, there's all these people who've been doing this for hundreds of episodes. You could have just asked; <laughs> <laughs> they would have been like downed for it. <laughs> I mean, like, I know, I, I know, like, only like ten people listen to us, or like, you know, and five of them are probably me looking at the uh, uh, analytics all the time. But <laughs> they're the best five people. Yeah, the best five people. Yes. Um, but yeah, and, and so, and sometimes I, I listen to like, quote unquote, professionals or like experts and I'm just like, do you even know what you're talking about? Yeah. <laughs> do we even know what we're talking about? No, we don't, but we don't pretend we do. Yeah, we don't <laughs> pretend we do. That's the difference. We're honest. I listened to, I was listening to someone talk about like, and all they, it was just like, it's like, it doesn't take much to become, to start a podcast. Like, do you know they sell podcasts like tutorials? Uh, courses okay and like books hmm. there's like a course to get a successful podcast which you can never like can't say you know right? how are you gonna prove that yeah it's like 300 bucks for this course and i guarantee you that the steps are like okay pick something that you know everybody likes <laughs> no it's like that it's the thing is like one of the things that you're supposed to do when you start a youtube channel is you're actually supposed to be more specific yeah yeah, because you want to get into a deeper niche, because <laughs> that way you have less competition. <laughs> yeah, that platform itself is a little less niche. Yeah, so I can see how that works. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, we uh, all that being said, we are going to uh, yeah, we're gonna go, go see wa- what the water swordsman's about. Yeah, and his blue blue lion. I know, I know, I like his exhibition in the in the closing credits. Oh yeah. So I feel like that he might be my style. We'll find out. Yeah. So. He's, he looks very awkward as an actor. At least I think he's supposed to be awkward. So yeah. So we'll see. I mean. Like like I've told you, most of the time these are like new. Yeah, like brand new. These I are, mean, this is their I shot. Think, I think uh, they had to postpone. If I remember correctly, they had to postpone the start of filming for Fose because the main actor had to finish high school. Oh. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> They're like, oh, we gotta wait another week. Why? He's gotta graduate. <laughs> Which is funny because the show was set in a high school. <laughs> That is another thing we didn't really talk about is that uh, the main writer, what is it, Tol? Mm. To- Tomo. Tomo. That sounds Tomo. right. He uh, he looks a bit older than uh, um, like. The lady? No, a bit older than uh, like Zero One. Oh, yeah. 
and like zero one was supposed to have had like a career yeah yeah but, but, he's, but he's also he like he owns a business he's a he's a yeah semi six he's i don't know if he's successful but he's a published author right and so it's like he's i don't think they've said how old he is yet not yet but early 20s maybe yeah you know he'd easily be like 25 or something yeah along those lines unlike um yeah, if Arto, if somebody tried to tell Ar- me that he was thirty, it'd be like, oh uh, yeah, no. Arto is like nineteen. If yeah, you know, and Shotaro is like an older character. Um, and then, uh, well, I mean, in uh, Godai is like twenty five, something like that. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. I think so, yeah, because in two thousand, yeah, we we did the math on this, didn't we? Because it was like he was a he was in elementary school. I can't remember what grade was it, like sixth grade. I think so. And then it was thirteen years after. Yeah, so I think he was twenty four. Yeah, mid early mid twenties. Yeah. Well, anyway. Yeah. We're that's, gonna... That being said, Toe looks uh, like older of a person. Yes. He also looks like he has a little bit more together in his life. I mean, he's, he's yeah. still like fumbles around or anything <laughs> about that, but he seems comfortable. Yeah, because he does. He, I mean, he does. He is successful in his writing. The only reason he didn't have it at the start of the last episode was because she pushed the date up by a day. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because she wanted to go hang out with friends. Friends. And he was just like, yeah, I have it all up here. Yeah, he just hasn't wrote it down yet. And then later in the episode, he wrote it all down. Just to help her out. Yeah. Yeah, that's a cool guy. I wouldn't have done that. No, I'd be like, dude. It's like, you kidding me? We had a contract. Yeah, we had a deal. My promise was written on paper. Yeah, don't be don't be so <laughs> flippant with my time. Yeah. You're taking well, that's that's really what it is. It's like you're taking uh uh what's the word I'm looking for? It's not advantage, it's privileges i suppose with my t- you like yeah. you're just assuming i will yeah. and i will but <laughs> dang you yeah so we're gonna go see more about him we'll find out yeah we're gonna watch chapter two and see how he writes the ending of that story yeah that i love that line i'll write how this story ends totally cool um <laughs> catchphrase <laughs> some of the catchphrases are ridiculous oh so again in wizard the main character's uh, catchphrase was "Showtime." Oh, okay, that makes sense it's, with it's, wizards. It's Showtime. Like he was, he like he had a long coat type thing on his jacket. It was like more flamboyant and uh, all that stuff. Well, the secondary writer comes in, and the secondary writer, he's a a mage. Like he's like a wizard differently. Like his belt has to devour magic to oh. sustain him. Hmm. Uh, like that's how he does his magic. Whereas uh, the main character, he like makes his own magic. Oh, okay. And so that's like the difference of them. And so, so mind you, he says it's showtime in English. Right. So when Beast, Common Rider Beast, the secondary writer comes in, he wants to come up with a catchphrase. <laughs> he says, in English again, it's lunchtime. It's lunchtime. <laughs> ah, that's classic. Yeah. <laughs> that's kind of funny, though. It's lunchtime. <laughs> okay, this time for real, we're going to go watch Shadow. Okay, yes. Two. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Okay, and we are back. Surprisingly, less happens per episode, mm. which is fine. Yeah. Because, so the difference is, it's like, when we're watching Zero One, it's like a frantic thing to keep pace with the notes. Uh-huh. But if we weren't taking notes on either one, it would seem be, the same. Yeah. It would just seem the same. Yeah, the notes, for sure. I, I took less notes, and I was actually expecting to fill the page. Yeah, I took less notes, too. Um... But other than that, it's it's pretty good. Yeah, it's it's good. I mean, I, I like Zero One better, but then we're in a lot farther. Yeah. Um, I know that Zero One hooked my interest easier, like sooner, quicker. But I mean, I like the suit aesthetic a little better. Yeah. So that could be a part of it. But I still like it so far. Um, well, I'm more of a person who prefers a science fiction to a fantasy. Right. Yeah. That so kind of helps. Yeah. Because I, I also prefer science fiction to fantasy. Yeah. And that's just a personal preference. I mean, I, I've, I've enjoyed shows, uh, shows and stories in both. But, mm-hmm. but uh, 
fantasy usually has to have a bigger hook for me to get into it. Yeah, I agree with that. Like, I almost left the theater watching the Hobbit movie. Yeah. It wasn't bad, but I actually watched them uh, after I watched the Hobbit movie in theater. I just watched the other ones. And the first home. Hobbit movie, I was in Japan at the time. I I saw it. I like I went there with with a date. She fell asleep twice. Oh God! And she's the only reason why I didn't leave the theater because it would have been really awkward for her to wake up and be like, "Huh?" <laughs> she fell asleep. I left the the actual theater and just walked uh, like the the screening room theater room and just walked around the other theater for a little while. Just be like. I still think I went to the bathroom for like 20 minutes. Wow. I just like walked around. I like got another snack (laughs) and then I came back in. She was still asleep and she told me later that she woke up, saw that I was gone, thought, oh yeah, I went to the bathroom and then went back to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. (laughs) The movie was so long and boring. She fell asleep twice. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, anyway, so like. I didn't think it was all that bad, but no, it was definitely not Lord of the Ring. Well, you know, I, I mean, I. A uh, a trailer for for uh, New Zealand can only be so long. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's sick burn. Um. So, anyways, we're watching Kamen Rider Saber. Yeah, and it starts off with the recap of the last episode with our creepy little. Uh, so his name, his na- like he says Bon Lecture, mm-hmm. which I found out is French for Happy Reading because mm. it's got the whole book's aesthetic, and the character's name is Tassel. Tassel. T a s s e l. Okay. Tassel, and he, the actor, is a member of a Japanese French gr- musical group that, like, won uh, the French version of uh, one French uh, France Got Talent. Oh, okay. And they're a cross-dressing group. Okay, that explains a lot. So him and this uh, uh, this other guy, girl. I'm not sure exactly the, what their pronouns are. Yeah, what, yeah. what they identify as. Uh, he is known for his uh, wearing a blonde wig and having a princess persona. Okay. Um, the other member is known for French-made drag queen persona. Yeah. So, no, this makes a lot of sense. Yes. If... They're really big also in, like, France uh, gay pride and all that stuff. Okay. Yeah, no, I, that kind of helps. But they're Japanese, but they're French, but they, but they, they like, perform in France. Per, perform in France. Okay. Which is kind of the reverse of, like, how it worked in Zero One. The guys, it was a pair of brothers who did the voices for the belts, mm-hmm. were, like, European guys who performed in Japan. Right. Who were, like, a Japanese ba- band, but they're from, they were from, like, Sweden or something. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So, yeah, these, uh, um, the actor, his, like, uh, uh, he's known as Toby. Like his stage name is, uh, it's like Ras uh, Romanasques or whatever. It's French, mm. and uh, he's you should say Toby Romanasques, but they just call him Toby, and the other one is Mia. But uh, yeah, so this is like, I guess they do characters, but he won him and his partner, his musical partner, they won uh, France Got Talent. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. But they're like, so that's like, it's a big deal because they're also Japanese. Mm, yeah, but they're like a French band who's Japanese. I gotcha. Um, so that's 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 where he comes from. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, that explains the French thing that's going on there. Yes. Yeah. So he's a he's a he's a French he's a Japanese French uh, <laughs> crossdresser um, and musical a musical talent. Yes, talent. Yeah. Does and like so that's the interesting thing about Common Rider is that um and like Super Sentai also is that they'll have these char- they have characters in it. That if it was an American show, it would be a huge deal. Right. Like, I think I told you in Gaim, there was, like, a really feminine, like, tough 
guy. Yeah, no, this would definitely... Who wore, like, a turban and, like, lipstick, but was, like, the hardest fighter in the group. Yeah, I feel like this would be considered... Like, if this if this was airing in America right now, that would be everyone's favorite character for some reason. It would also be, like, huge news and be, like, that's, right front yeah, and everything like that. Like, it would be overhyped for what he actually does for the show. Oh, yeah. In uh, in Wizard, there was a cross-dresser who ran a donut shop. Yeah. Um, And because uh, Wizard ate donuts every episode. Yeah, it sounds like I'd be much more interested in the guy from Gaim than I am this guy. Well, yeah. And then, like, in... Uh, he, was a cool, he was a cool character, too. He was the Durian writer. But, um... In, uh, I guess, okay, here's the thing. This is now that this has all been said, the reason why this creeps me out is because the whole idea of a fantasy book reading is more of a child thing, and this is kind of weird for that. Yeah, but I mean, like, like I said, it's not even like that big a deal. Yeah, because like there's been off the top of my head, I can think of four, four ex adult film stars who were in Sentai, right? Yeah, I can, I, I can actually picture one in my head right now. Yeah, they're just like, yeah, just whatever. We were. Yeah, now it we is done. what it is. Yeah. It gets, that would know, be a massive deal here. It'd be like, oh, my oh God, yeah, burn at the stake. Yeah, it was just like, yeah, it's just like, uh, it's like, well, just no. don't show your kids my older work. And then yeah, it's like, <laughs> we're good to go. Don't bring it up to the children. There was a whole thing in America. So there's this whole thing in America. You remember Blue's Clues? Yeah. So the original guy from Blue's Clues, Steve, the mm. actor who plays Steve, he did a guest spot on like L.A. Homicide where he was the killer. Oh, and then suddenly he can't do the kids show No, anymore. they were like, there was all these like, people were like, I can't believe you did that. And he was just like, they shouldn't be watching it. Yeah, what do you these mean? These shouldn't be the same people. Yeah. It's like, that wasn't for them. Yeah. It's like, I'm an actor. And it's kind of the same deal. It's like, nobody's going to know that that person is a porn star unless you specifically tell your child, hey, that's a porn star. <laughs> It's, just it's like, like that's something. No, no, no. You let your child when he's like fourteen go and rewatch it and be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like like stuff. every other child. Yeah. So, uh, but but like yeah. So in in uh in like jumping shows, we're just like, who cares? This is character. Let's play it. Let's move on. <laughs> right. Like um, the funny thing is that there was this. Uh, it's a character that hasn't. I I just saw the news articles. It's a character that hasn't come up in zero one yet. Who doesn't recognize this? As, who's like non-binary? Okay. Um. And like the uh, the actor is also non-binary, but like all the articles were English about it. Yeah, like all the Japanese articles were like just one article. It was like a quick tweet, but it was just like also the character is an android, so it doesn't really matter. Right. But <laughs> so how how to actually normalize somebody? <laughs> yeah, don't talk about. Yeah, it. just make it they're they're an actor doing a thing. So yeah, there's a lot of that that you'll you'll see in like a common writer where it's like this huge deal for like it would have been a huge a common writer in Sentai. It would have been a huge deal mm-hmm. if it would have been like an American joke and Japanese sure. show. is like, well, they're an actor. <laughs> it almost makes you wonder why that's not brought up at all. I mean, it's obviously not going to be marketed to us, but you'd think it would at least have some recognition for that here with how hard they're going for it. Well, that's another thing. Like, uh, we haven't gotten even to the episode yet, but after definitely watching this show, I'm thinking to myself, this could be so easily adapted. Yes. This one could be way yeah, easier adapted, sure. just based on these episodes so far, than... Um, than zero one yeah this could be like so easily adapted especially because they're mostly they're they're western fairy tales yes and that kind of helps out you just have to like edit the books a little bit have some scenes and mm-hmm. like you could literally almost uh just put american actors in it yep like and you'd be good uh so may, they might be trying to do that you know that that could be you know now that you mention it um how did we get common rider or i'm sorry how did we get power rangers you know somebody sees it they do a western version this one they could easily just yeah and there we are so they've tried 
two Western versions, Mast Rider, which nobody talks about a lot, like we don't talk about the the Mario Brothers movie. Um, <laughs> yeah, the show that will not be named. Uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> the Mast Mario Rider, Brothers and then there was Common Rider Dragon Knight, which actually did pretty well, but then got canceled after like two years. I think there was something about like one of the fight sequences and even even like won an uh, like an, an award for like choreography or something. But um, you think in round three is coming up? Well, thing thing is, is like now because the rights to Sentai. And like Toei and all this stuff, um, Saban no longer owns the rights to Power Rangers. Hasbro does. Oh, and they they definitely would have no problem marketing here. Yeah, well, Hasbro like has always made the toys, and now they make the show also. Yeah. And so, um, if they, it would be interesting for them to like actually start going towards uh, Sentai because definitely, uh, this just in these couple two episodes, there's tons of toys. Oh, for sure, dude. Oh my god. But these are like these are toys that actually would like more go for like an american audience too mm-hmm. i mean kids love uh, kids everywhere love swords give a kid any stick and it becomes a sword yep <laughs> but anyways so that all being said it's like i got a different field like i was watching i'm like oh yeah this could easily be adapted into a power ranger style show mm-hmm. with very little different changes yeah, for sure um and uh well no, i was gonna say something but I'm going to let that drop because otherwise we'll be talking for another 30 minutes. We haven't even started talking about the recap. <laughs> yeah. So the recap happens. <laughs> yeah. And so the the, the, re- the recap goes over the last episode. One thing that was kind of cool about the recap is, uh, I don't know if it gave you the same feeling, but it when it zooms in on the scenes, it throws up this like opening curtains, kind of like a puppet theater. Yeah. That's the feeling I got from it. Mm-hmm. it was a, They're like the recap is a puppet theater, but it's not. I mean, you're not seeing puppets. Yeah. It's just the border. It's yeah. like a stage almost. Yeah. It's like a stage. Yeah. A sort of like... Do you know about the whole thing about like Super Mario Brothers three? Yes, that it's all a stage play. No, I don't know that. Like if you open, if you go to the beginning, it opens up a curtain. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. And then like there are certain spots in the in the in the game that if you like crouch down long enough, you'll actually go behind the stage. Huh? And you can run across the whole the whole level without actually like doing it. And like I think just recently, actually, like the director actually said that like yeah, that's what we were doing. So like the entire thing is like a stage play. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah. So uh, but yeah, they have that aesthetic of like of in this show of it being books mm-hmm. and kind of like it yeah so yeah they do the recap of the previous episode basically saying that like toma has uh got power and then this guy shows up yeah and um i like how they immediately i mean we were we were uh kind of ragging on him at the end of the last episode but uh, they immediately cover the reason why he's on top of this lion oh, it's so great so <laughs> they do the whole thing they're like blue lion they're freaking out and they're like them. freaking out and he's just like oh, well i heard it's it's not right to come in uh, wearing shoes yeah it's rude and it's rude like, but isn't a lion kind of they're like worse? no definitely the lion is just as bad and he's like oh i'm sorry oh. <laughs> so he jumps off and like he uh totally different character than what you would expect from right. the first episode and i think they did on, they did it on purpose yeah obviously. they were making him seem a lot more uh stern they they wanted you to think oh yeah this is another vulcan uh-huh and no no he's not edgy at all no <laughs> he's like oh i'm sorry and then he apologizes for uh and basically says i don't really know what's going on in the world right you know yeah. i have an idea from stories but i'm still getting used to it yeah and so he goes straight up into the exposition now uh there's a lot of exposition in this episode oh yeah so the thing is is what this reminded me of is the beginning of a video game mm-hmm like they're like we're just gonna show you the whole world setting right now right we're gonna have like this 45 line like 
we'll have someone explain the whole thing to you, yes. and then you can go out. Yeah. So that reminded me of like like an RPG, like the opening hour of an RPG for sure. And like this could totally feel like that because like he got the powers, and, and now it, he's in this world. It honestly fits the the uh, fantasy novel aesthetic too, because yeah. usually it open up with a uh, hundred years ago. Blah blah have blah. Have you ever watched DM or read DM of the Ring? No. So DM of the Rings. Is a guy went through and he took the Lord of the Rings movies, he screen capped them, and he turned it into a comic book. But the comic book narrative is a D&D campaign. Oh, I've seen screenshots of that. So, like, yeah. at the start is the <laughs> beginning of the, the first Lord of the Rings movie where it's just, like, they're doing the whole backstory. And it just has the characters, like, the hobbits going there. They're like, is he still going on, man? <laughs> He's just obsessed with this whole backstory thing. And then, like... <laughs> Gandalf is a GM NPC who's just getting them onto the the thing, and they're just like they're like so cliche, <laughs> <laughs> so true. So it's like this hundred page like comic book where he goes through the entire the of the Lord of the Rings trilogy as if it was a D and D campaign. <laughs> it's hilarious. That's awesome because <laughs> so, they all split up and all this. <laughs> so we we learn our guy's name, um, which I've already forgotten. It is uh. Rintaro. Rintaro. There we go. Rintaro. So Rintaro has totally been playing among us because the first thing he says, hey, don't be suspicious. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I was like, like, no, you're super sus. (laughs) (laughs) It's uh, Shindo Rintaro. 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 I feel you, pay. That was me on... uh, Takayuki Shimbasaki. Shimbasaki. Yeah, whatever. Shimbasaki. Okay, yeah. So, um, <laughs> yeah, he's just like, don't be suspicious. I just need your that book. Yeah. It's, it's very dangerous. Yeah, it's extremely dangerous. And he's just like, oh, you mean this? And he's just like, he's like, sorry, I can't give it to you. And he's just like, I don't think you heard me. I, I don't, it's dangerous. Yeah, I don't think you heard me correctly. Like, I, no, <laughs> I loved it too because he's like, nope, can't do it. And there is just like a seven second pause where it's showing you the the train going around the track and everyone kind of just staring in silence <laughs> and he's just like it's it's like you know how sometimes you're gonna have a conversation you run through everything in your head and ha- yeah and then something come they go to the complete opposite answer and you're just like uh, it's well, like well, that's not how this is supposed to go I, I don't have any other like things to go um but he does say that he is an, a member of uh uh the swords of logos yes which is the greek word for word um <laughs> sword of words <laughs> yes which, yeah so which they're a secret sense. organization protecting it's, the yeah, world greek, I think, greek from or Latin. whatever they, they've been doing it for a long long time right um so they must have just forgot the whole gronky they'll be like whatever <laughs> the whole don't pot situation that's not what we're dealing with yeah that's not us yeah, that ain't me dog yeah, so that's this is one of the things they can do where they can be like well it's a different world yes we've been fighting this this war for a thousand years or whatever and if they are like part of um this is where uh things like power rangers actually fall fall flat because uh there was the thing called the Z-Wave mm. where Zordon was destroyed and he eliminated all evil in the universe. Oh, except for the evil that he didn't that, eliminate. Uh, except for the evil that he didn't eliminate that is coming <laughs> in in the next season, in the season after that, and the thousand years ago when the evil was like sealed away, and the 10,000 years ago when oh, that different God. evil was sealed away. Right. <laughs> and so... Uh, Just making new I mean, worlds. I mean, people have like figured it out and put it together. <laughs> You know, because that's how. I mean, these are the same people who who have made the Legend of Zelda into uh, into like one storyline. Right. Yeah. You got to go through a lot of mental gymnastics. And, yeah. Okay. That's only because this and this because of that. Yeah. They're headcanning it and they're putting it together, and it's just like, yeah, that's how. And Saber is King Arthur, unless they're not King Arthur. <laughs> yes. And so it's just like 
Um, and I think the people are making it are just like, we're just making stuff and you guys figure it out. <laughs> but <laughs> anyways, so um, yeah, they're the, uh, he's a member of this, uh, the Sword of Logos organization. And um, what's the next, Is it this, he gets well, a phone call? Yeah, he gets a, he gets a, an annoying phone call because his ringer, it just says gat ring, gat ring, gat ring, gat ring. Yeah. And so he answers the phone. It's another toy. It's got to be. Yeah. Um, it's a gigantic flip phone with fake apps on it. But, but no, it's it's a flip phone in the same way like the Galaxy Fold is. Like it, yeah. It, it folds in the middle, like yeah. or like the the Surface Duo, it like folds up, like yeah. book. Ooh. Yeah. Um. <laughs> who would have thought? Right. Perfect one to pick. And so he answers the phone. He's like, uh, okay, okay. Uh, can I use this area over here? Yeah. He hangs up the phone. He goes over to like. The back room, which now is uh, maybe just disappears from all existence, <laughs> where he's like, "Ah, oh, that's where the records for the there's my tax forms." Were <laughs> uh, <laughs> and so he he open he he like opens up a book that says "Gate." It's like, "Oh, my grandfather made that shelf <laughs> yes. before he died." <laughs> that's where all the expensive books were kept. <laughs> so and a door disappears in that gateway, and he, he, yeah, he flips open the the book to. The gate book. Yeah, the gate book. And it opens up what you'd expect, a dimension portal to a library spinning column thing that warps and, and, speeds and you And Jesus is like, is that an anywhere door? And so she's probably thinking of like a magic door that can open it and go anywhere. He's like, yeah. no, that's stupid. That's this not. is a magic gate to the to our secret base. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be stupid. It, he tells, basically he says, you're coming with me. And um, he says the girl has to stay behind. And she's like, like, are you sure? And there's like, he, she sees him eyeballing the sweets that she brought in. It's a cream puff. Yeah, we find out now it wasn't a donut. It, it wasn't was a, a cake. Puff. It was it was cream puffs. Cream puffs. And he looks very interested. And she's like, ooh. And then he's got a shakes his head. But when he shakes his head to like shake his mind up, he gets a lion sound. Yeah, <laughs> like he's trying to he's trying to focus. Yeah, and so we they, can tell his weakness is sweets. So they go through the portal, and uh, that's when the opening starts, right? Well, like he flies through the portal, like like oh, he's smooth. like Superman, smooth in there, and then. <laughs> Uh, Toru is just like spinning. He's like, oh, it's like it was almost like he steps at the for threshold and then gets sucked in. Yeah, and then it just goes and then downhill it goes from into there. The opening. Yeah, he's all like upside down, his shirts over his face. Yeah. So, uh, what do you think of the opening? Yeah, we actually get to see the opening this yeah. time. Um, we got to hear the song last time, but this time we actually get to see it. Yeah, I don't um, like the song, but whatever. Neither do I. Yeah, I'm gonna. I was gonna come out with that. Not my favorite opening. <laughs> yeah. Uh, after hearing it a few times, I'm like, eh, it's okay. Yeah. But uh, it's no uh, WX, that's for sure. No, it's definitely not any of the other ones. That <laughs> doesn't get me hyped for the show. Yeah, it's not a very hyped show. It's a me- uh, song. Yeah, very mellow. It's a mellowish. It's like a more fantasy, fantasious song. Yeah, fantasy-ish. Fantasy. I think they took fantastic. some of the fantastic. It's not a fantastic yeah. song. Uh, fantasy like. Yes. <laughs> Fan- I guess there's not one word for that. Fa- fantastical. <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah, fantastical, I suppose. I don't know. Yeah, let's just go with fantasy like. That might work. Um, but yeah, the opening is pretty good. It, they have a couple scenes that I remember seeing from the ending of the last episode, and I forgot to double check if those scenes were gone from the ending of the second episode, like the scene where they're riding the uh the bike in the oh tr- trek in the desert fantasy world or whatever. Yeah, they're like through the uh, through the field. Yeah. Yeah, that's an example of one. But you know, typical opening. Um. Not the greatest song. Opening ends, and we're at a. So, it, according to the opening, the main characters are uh, Toru, Shin, uh, Vintaru, and Mei. Mm-hmm. The third, the the yellow swordsman is in the opening, but his yes. actor isn't in the opening. Correct. 
So we know that he's going to be important enough. And so, like, what will happen is they'll just throw him into the opening rate. Yes. Yeah. I mean, because they can change it as many times as they want. Did I tell you about, like, XA? They changed it every, like, two or three episodes to the point where, like, people were actually having uh, comparison and contrast. Because they had, have, they, they had, like, the opening from episode one playing next to the opening from episode, like, 25 or something like that. And there's so much different. Completely like, different. No, it's like. They just change a little bit here, a little bit there. A but over time. Here. Over time, it's just like, it's not a completely different opening, but everything important has been changed, like location of characters and all this stuff to like, huh. like no, at that, one point, be... there's, like, there's a character and her like persona is like in a, in a box, mm. in like a TV box, because she has like two, two forms she uses. And like those characters switch later on when you find out which one is more dominant than the other and oh, stuff like that. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, that'd be really interesting to do to see the comparison videos when we're watching that. Yeah, I mean, as we go along. Yeah, uh, I mean, I really I can't comment on it right now. Just that the the concept is really interesting. Yeah. Um, and as characters come in and as like forms come in, they like go mm. on and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, so uh, so the opening, it's an okay opening, whatever. Yeah. Um, it does show a lot more in the opening of the fantasy world. Yeah. So I mean, there's no telling how much. Is going to be in the fantasy world versus not. Yeah, like are we going to have full episodes in the fantasy world? Yeah, I mean, there could be like... It's so, possible. Yeah. I mean, there would be an, a, a cool like three or four episodes where they're like stuck in the fantasy world and they have to wait for I, like I the bad so. guys to open up a section of the city so they can return back to their earth or something yeah, like that. I can, I can only hope that happens yeah. because you have this dimension. Make use of it. Come on. Yeah. But uh, so they, they show up in the... Li- the HQ is kind of like a library. Uh, there's giant books in certain places, but there's a lot of small books. Yeah. There's like a uh, center console that's all... Kind of doesn't fit with the rest like, of the aesthetic. It, it's like a very uh, techno- technological <laughs> yeah. thing with like lights and things. And he's like, oh, this is so cool. And he tries to like go up to it. And he's just like, don't touch yeah, it. Yeah, Rintaro starts slapping his hands. <laughs> like, don't like, touch anything. And that's when um, the, there's some stairs that come along both edges that lead up to a second uh like yes a, because in their secret super base they have a secret entrance yeah to like a sec a, a section of secret secrets yes it's because on the top of the stairs in the center is a sliding I mean, bookcase if, that opens if this up. giant library didn't have a secret uh, uh, i would be disappointed <laughs> it really. would be kind of disappointing if, yeah. if like mean, in this fantasy uh, uh superhero show is set in a library that there's no uh hidden passage behind a bookshelf yeah we'd call we you got BS. You got to take a secret dimension book portal to get to a secret library to get to the door in the secret library that is also secret. Yes, classic. And so, uh, Sophia comes out, who is yes. your uh, like maiden in white dress. Yeah, she comes out. She's dressed in white. Um, she mentions that this place is in the North Pole. This secret base is is in north in the North Pole. And he's and we go. Uh, we see a view outside. And I don't know if you've ever seen The NeverEnding Story. <laughs> yes, I have seen The NeverEnding Story many a time. Her entire outfit yes. kind of looks like The, the NeverEnding Story, especially with like the bead uh, sort of tiara thing on her head. Yes. And I'm wondering, because like, I was getting those feelings of King Arthur drawing, this, or drawing the sword from the stone in the first episode, and I'm wondering if this is the kind of, they're, kind, they're wanting you to think that, maybe? Mm. I don't know. It's hard to say. But here is a wild theory. It's been a while since I've had one. This is what I'm thinking. The woman in white, Sophia, is the little girl from before, and time moves different in the fantasy world thing, wherever they are. Oh, that she's, like, older? Yes. That's my assumption. Wild theory number one. Uh, there is also a good thing that she 
might be his mother. That could be too. Yeah. Um. So. Uh. That was another th- I thought I had, but I'm sticking with mine. It's also possible that she's immortal and she's been she's <laughs> yeah. been here forever. Yeah. She, re- she so wrote she the book. So she really reminds me of uh I forgot her name uh but the um the mentor character from a Sentai show that was that was adapted into Wild Force and I forgot which one it was. Um, she pretty much has the exact same look, and she's like mm. the fantasy person from a, th- a thousand years ago, and <laughs> they're battling toxic people. Toxic people, as in like uh, that's what we're doing right now here in America, battling toxic people. No, as in like she's <laughs> uh, the uh, uh, pollution people. No, I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so yeah, Sophia pretty much gives gives like ninety percent of the backstory of the thing, right? The, the basically, and then dips. The, <laughs> the book, the book, right, wrote the world. The thing that we got from the very intro of the first episode, um, she explains that the bad guys are called Mag- or Caliber and Megiddo. Yeah, like the monsters are called Megiddo, literally something like Monster of the Scripts. I think so. Yeah, and uh, yeah, she's just like, here's the information. Hey, good luck. Walks and, back in without uh, saying a word. Uh, it was all 15 years ago. Yeah. And he rebelled, and they made off with countless. Yeah, countless books. Which means, basically, it's like, uh, we don't know how many we're going to use to the show, so we're going to go with countless. <laughs> yeah, countless for now. <laughs> um, and this is Rintaro, he's like looking at his sword, saying that many swordsmen fell. Yes. So that leads me to believe he was either there, or his father was, or something. Yeah. Um, it's hard to tell. You never right. know. Fantasy people. Yeah. Plus, it's it's Japan. If they say that this clearly 40-year-old man is an 8-year-old kid, you just accept it. It's yeah, part of the whatever. story. We're moving on. This, this 15-year-old guy is now 45, whatever. Who cares? Let's move on. Um, So then it cuts to, like, the next night. I believe, yeah, we have, like, a, a real quick scene oh, with the, the this books. Is the, this is the thing. It's like, um, this is where they... Uh, they say the term common writer. Yes. Yeah. You have you've gained the powers of common writer. Which is and they're like common writer. And he's like, common writer is what we call the swordsmen who are worthy and they transform and all that stuff. Which is cool because I really like it when they actually use the term they acknowledge it. Yeah. Common writer. Yeah, it's very nifty. Yeah. So it's just like No, there's there's no ambiguity. This is yeah. a common writer. Yeah. And so um this is also kind of where it gets a little confusing because I don't know if you caught what Rintaro's Common Rider name is Common Rider Blades. Yes, not to be confused with the I think 2004 Common Rider show Common Rider Blade. <laughs> yeah, Blade Blades. Well, <laughs> Z- no, it, it's never going to get more confusing than Zo and Zo. <laughs> There's that too. <laughs> <laughs> There's also Common Rider G and Common Rider J. Yeah, and then the whole time that we're watching the Zero One movie, with- there's another Zo and yeah. another Z- Zero One, and and then another Zero, zero One. Type there's also zero one. there's also another Agito. <laughs> Common Rider, another Agito, not another Agito. Another Agito is completely different than Common Rider, another Agito. Exactly. <laughs> so, so but, yeah. But I, but I thought it was funny. It's like, you seriously couldn't come up with anything else besides yeah, blades. blades? Especially with Saber. It's such a specific name for a sword. I mean, and then you just caliber. go with Blades. Yeah, that's my point. Caliber. And then you go with Blades. Come on. Oh. And especially if we, and we know the third guy is named Espada, which is a type of uh, dueling sword, Spanish. Yeah. So you, they get actual name and then just blades, like, blades. Just, here, just drop that turd on the table there. Yeah. I know there's also, I think there's a common writer, Buster. Yeah. What we saw from the clip at the end, Buster. Buster. I guess his Buster sword, we're going to go with it. Yeah. But yeah, so we. Well, get- I mean, you don't want to be called common writer, great. Common <laughs> <laughs> writer, duel. Yeah. Right. I mean, a common a rapier would be a good one. Yeah, I mean, there's there's plenty of names for swords though. There's a million names for swords, yeah. and they went with blades. 
things. It's just like, come on, guys. You, you, one of these things is not like the other. Yeah. Similar. But if this was a test where I had to, you know, circle one as being off. Yeah, coming under edge. Yeah, edge. <laughs> <laughs> Sharp. So the the, the no, very no, no there's, he's gonna have like a sidekick character coming right or hilt. Oh and, god! <laughs> <laughs> and then of course that character has a brother uh, coming right or handle. Right. <laughs> Cross guard. Cross guard. So uh, there's a very quick scene where we see the bad guys and they're, they're getting ready to go on the move, talking about uh, starting a new ultra book. Yeah. Or con- continuing an ultra book. I'm not sure if they're starting a new book every time or if they're I writing. Think they're finishing it. one. Yeah, it's kind of hard to figure out they haven't like given this logistics of the evil plan yes. yet yeah so because they're probably making them to go along uh, <laughs> it's kind of hard to say because like it's it's like we're trying to finish this book and it's like is it the book that you're currently in or is it a book that's overlooking it's also everything? kind of ambiguous like where the hand is on the page many times right for sure uh like how far along on the page and like how many pages are left or when does the page turn all this stuff yeah so and uh, like you were saying it was such a quick scene that you're almost you're they're back at the bookstore and I don't know if it's th- it's the next day, right? It's the they... night. Okay, yeah. Because he's like he's pretty much just like he's like going over like uh, common rider all this stuff. I think it's the night. Yeah, because so he walks in and he's like, "Hey, they're opening up a book on the well, city." It, it, it's uh, it's Toru, and he's like he's like Toma. He's basically just thinking over like the all the information he just got. Okay, yeah. He's just because he's got the the uh, the bracer, he's got the belt buckle, and he's got the book, and he's just oh. like. Because, like, also he's had this book forever, so, like, what does this mean for, like, who he is right. and all that stuff? Because yeah. now he finally knows what this book is. It's yeah. a Wonder Ride book, and it means he can turn into a common writer and all this stuff. Man, probably questioning life. <laughs> yeah. Because um, he also doesn't remember where he got the book. Right. He just has always had it. Yeah, he doesn't remember fully what we were shown. He's, he, he's like, he remembers it in the same way as a dream. Yeah. Because it was a dream, so he doesn't remember it fully and all this. And you can't trust it as being real anyway. Yeah. Unless you're a psycho. <laughs> so um, then, yeah. Yeah, so then Rintara walks in the next day, says, hey, we're getting attacked. Yeah, they, they've opened up another book. You don't have to come along if you don't feel safe, essentially. And he's just like, he's like, are you coming? He's like, yes, of course I'm going to come. And then he's just like, he's like, it's okay. I'll be right next to you the whole time, you know. And follow uh, me, Kohai. Yeah. <laughs> so so they're um they're outside and he's opened up a portal. They've, they've a gone there. to the edge of a book uh book city. Yeah, and he's like the belt will allow you to walk through. Yeah. Basically. And over the shoulder you hear me like you Toma. hear a, a weight and um she's just like Tom- I think Toma. her name what is her name? May. May. Yeah, May does the first bike attack of the series. Yes. <laughs> Rider break. Because <laughs> she's riding a bike and they're like, No, 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 no. And she, of course she just like, rides just right like, into I'm coming out. Tackles them through the portal. Since I'm assuming, since they were making physical contact, that allows her to go. Yeah. Even though she's not wearing a belt. Uh, one of the things we didn't mention was that in the opening, uh, it had her in like the um in like her office. Yeah. Yeah. You eating see, sweets. Yeah. That's the, like part of her character is eating sweets. Yeah. Being rude and eating sweets. <laughs> um, not being rude, being straightforward. Right. <laughs> and uh, so which can be seen as rude. Yeah. So she's very. We can tell from the opening she's part of the show really big in yeah. the same way. But I think she's going to be part of the show, not in the same capacity, but in the same yeah. way as Izu. Yeah, I don't think we're getting another female. No. Uh, and the same way as uh, Sakurako yeah. and Akiko. There's always like one of these. Important, but not a writer. Yeah. Um, so they go into the new world and or the see, book world. Yeah, and they see all the burnt page buildings. It's it's like worse. They're saying that it's like she freaks out. And it, uh, oh yeah, because it looks a lot worse than it did than the last yeah, time. Yeah, they're like it's stage three. Yeah, because this has been 
however long since it started. Yeah, and and uh, it didn't just drop on. Taro said that it's like they're in the final stages, pretty much. Yeah, and he's like, "Don't worry, I'll handle this." And he he transformed. Yeah, and uh, it was cool. We get a full transformation. We get to see the the blue line thing. It's the same exact thing of them going to the library, except now instead of flames, it's water. Yeah, which makes sense because he uses something like Nagare, the sort of currents or the sort of water. Yeah, the the current sort of currents. Yeah, and then the other guys was Rekka. And the thing is, that's not the first time I've seen the name Rekka for it's fire. Yeah. yeah. So that's kind of cool. The sword of Rekka. It's like this. It's just commonly known as like, um, it's like the obvious yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. No, I, I read all of Flame of Rekka. I get it. Yeah. It's kind <laughs> of like how you would, you would think, um, you're like Excalibur is like holy sword. Right. Yeah. You just, it just is. Yeah. But I just love, cause I love the idea. It's like, so we have fire dragon totally makes it totally. And then yeah. Water lion. Water lion. And you know what bugs me the most about this? This was going to be my suck until I realized uh, what you were saying at the start of our podcast today about it being a, a centered book. Yeah. So that way, because the, the very center of his chest is this lion face and um, it doesn't really, I don't really like it because it's kind of bulky and weird. But I was just thinking to myself, if that was a turtle shell, this whole thing would make friggin' sense. Yeah. Like the water turtle or something like that, yeah. you know? It's it, 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 So what it is, is like they're basing it all off of a dragon yeah so this like dragon fantasy and then like a lion next fantasy yeah because it's uh i mean why is there no tiger though i figured i thought it was tiger versus dragon generally well yeah that's like eastern but like the yeah. lion thing is like thought of it's not it's actually, oh it's a western symbol yeah because the heraldry yeah um it's actually a uh, leopards are actually it's actually leopards not tiger uh, lions but I believe most it. people would just it, it's become yeah it's just lion. it is now um it's like it's like every roman in, in the past was wearing bracers sort of or vikings or uh had horns on their helmets which they didn't yeah and they weren't called vikings it's just it's a tv thing <laughs> they weren't they weren't called vikings viking, thanks hollywood viking is something they did <laughs> they went viking <laughs> They weren't Vikings. There were Norwegians. There were Norsemen. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I say this as somebody who went to a school who the team was was called the Vikings. Right. <laughs> um. So. Uh. So yeah, he transforms, and then we get our first like look at kind of like the mooks. Yeah. Um. Like the very first thing that happens is um something walks off from the side and starts spitting acid at him. Yeah. And it looks like an insect, but you can't really pinpoint what it is. He's like. You know, he's dodging the acid and, and using his water to kind of uh, deflect it. And he calls it a um, an ant Megiddo. Yes. And I better take it out soon or else he's going to call in more, which almost as soon as he finishes that sentence, out comes like 40 of these, basically the exact same thing, but they have these kind of shaggy uh, mantles on, you know? Like, yes. So what I believe is like, I'm not sure, uh, but I think the ants... Is just this this time? Yeah, that's the what, other that's ones how I was because about because it. the other ones were in the intro. Yeah, as being like beaten up by them. So the the ones with like the shaggy things, I think they're just the mooks. They're, okay, they're the uh, trilobites of this shit. Gotcha. Um, okay, and it just happens that they also had ants here. Yes. Yeah, that was what was confusing. It, it ended up making more sense later. Um, but at first, I was trying to wonder, like, how was how are those ants? Like the first guy, I can see an ant. But yes. Every the, the, all the other ones, I'm like, I don't get it. And then later on, when we see the actual ants, it makes more sense. But uh, yeah, so he just there he, was this whole disturbing body horror part about the fact that like the ants' antenna came out of their eyes, <laughs> and it's just like oh, ooh, <laughs> so true. Yeah, it's just like I, it's it just 
bothers me. Things you know? the more that you think about, it, the more you realize yeah. it's messed up. <laughs> so yeah. So he uh bits buzz of him up. Yeah, he jumps down and starts slicing through him. Um now I was having trouble pinpointing what it was. They're using a Chinese broadsword sword style, like the the Dao with the way that they fight. It's definitely not a Japanese sword fighting style no. in any way. So that's kind of cool. I like it. Um but yeah, he 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 slices well, a few was, of them. Well, he does. See, so, you know, that's just it. I'm trying to figure out. I'm trying to pinpoint if there's a difference between his style and I think Saber is more. Yeah. I, I, I wanted to. I want to wait and see more, more sword it. fight. Yeah. It's kind of. We only get like a small amount right yeah, now. Mostly right now. Uh, Saber is just special attacks mostly. Yeah. And with, it, with, it's going to get better when we can see some actual sword fighting. Yes. It's one of those things I'm really looking forward to about this series. Yeah. But um, yeah. So right now I can't really see a, a, a for sure difference. But yeah. I, there's got to be. Otherwise, what the heck? So, anyways, yeah. he, 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 <laughs> well, they all are also, they're also different uh, pe- uh, actors in the suits. So true. Yeah. So they do. So he slices some up. He jumps to the side and uses Lion Wonder. Yes. Which uh, now that totally made me feel better about the lion because, like I said, I was worried it was going to go massive and start. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um. <laughs> but it just it kind of just is a water wave that uh, just crushes people. I guess. Yeah. Tidal wave of lion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um. Okay. Um. I was just trying to find out, like, it, the, about the uh, the mooks, what they were called. What are we going with? Megiddo? Is uh, it still Megiddo? Megid. Megiddo. Uh, it's romanized as Megid, mm. but Megiddo is how it's said in Japanese. Okay. And it turns out that there's three types. Like, that's the generic term for all the monsters. Yeah. And it turns out that there's three types. There's phantom, phantom beast ones based on mythical creatures, animals. And there's ones that are based off a story. Oh, okay. That makes things interesting. So this one was based off a story. Yeah. And so the previous one was Mythical Beast because it was Golem. Oh. The plot thickens. Yeah. Um, okay. So, so Shimi. Really, shimi? Uh, shimi? Shimi. Yeah. Shimi. What, are, what is Shimi? It, it's in, uh, in uh, Katakana. So it's just a word they made up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Yeah. So it's, uh, uh, yeah, Shimi. Because they always have names for these things because they have the toys for them. Right. Yeah, they, uh, they need the name so you know. Yeah. Uh, it might just, uh, the only thing that comes up when you search it in Japanese is shimmy, as in the dance. <laughs> uh, uh, it could be just, because uh, she is death and me is three, but I'm not sure like how that works in it. Right. Uh, anyways, so they're shimmy. Just so we know. So after he mops up all these people, he walks over to them and says, and that's one way that you can fight. Basically, just very, being very humble yeah. with how he just demolished everything. And they're like, you're so powerful. They're like, no, well, no, so there's, the, there's, still, there's still stuff to, left to do. And that's when uh, they start working and doing other things. Yeah, they, they turn around and look back into the city. It, it, I think it goes to um, a quick shot of the bad guys looking at a bubble of uh common rider blades and they're like oh the warrior of water is or the swordsman of water has appeared yeah and um you you get a, a face shot of basically everyone's reaction to that including a mask yeah <laughs> yeah even even caliber gets a reaction shot which is kind of <laughs> <laughs> what the heck yeah but um so it, when it comes back i believe uh the first thing we see is it's totally helping some people out of a building. Yeah, and he he says, "I." He gives us our, our promise for the episode, something about protecting the city. Yeah, he's like, "I'll get things back to normal." And then and we get to see another full transformation, which I was not expecting. Back to back full trans. I mean, as far as episodes are concerned. Yeah, I figured it'd be kind of a shorter version. Well, they still don't remind you that there's a full transformation. Yeah, <laughs> so we get him full transformed to blade. Uh, um, so, they, so what they have here, I don't know if you noticed, but he has a new hat every time, every scene. Does he? Yeah. 
So he's had two hats in this episode so far. He's wearing like a like a, a dark colored fedora in this oh, one. Oh, okay. That's something to look out and see how many ex- actually. Because <laughs> he was wearing a different hat in the whole sequence when he was he went to the li- library. It was like this like kind of cap thing with like a tassel. Oh, that's right. Like it was like a pirate hat, wasn't it? It was a weird thing. I'm like, I couldn't place it quite <laughs> up. But uh, yeah, so he's, so I, you know, it's kind of cool thing. It's going to be different hat every sequence. You're going to yeah. be on the lookout for <laughs> yeah, different hats. Yeah, just like what hat is he wearing? Uh, yeah, so that also means that they probably will will do a different transformation every sequence. That makes sense. Instead of having just a stock one. Yeah. Because like in uh when uh, when uh Hayate Hayato Hayate Hayate when Hayate starts transforming, it literally is just they just crop in the shot, no. just like throwing the shot. It's like he'll do the the henshin and he'll jump in the air to transform, and it's just like oh he just changed clothes right before transformation. Just yeah. <laughs> That's bad. <laughs> it's 70. It is what it is. Yeah. Uh, anyways, so, um, yeah, so he transforms, and then he fights some more mooks. Yeah, he fights some some mooks, but this time we actually get to see him do the dragon wonder, so he's learning. He's yeah, showing so, that he's a fast learner. That's what I got from the scene. Yeah, so he does dragon wonder, which is, like, he's able to summon a dragon like the other yeah, guys. Yeah, summons a dragon, and it does the exact same thing, but fire instead of water. We're probably going to keep going back to it all the time, but another part in that I found hilarious in the opening song is the fact that, like, it's uh, Toru's dragon. Toma's dragon. Toma's dragon. I keep saying Toru. Toma's dragon is like flying in the sky, you know, type of thing where it's like going to the common dragon next to like fantasy dragons. Toma's dragon's like a mecha dragon. Yeah, it's very clearly not. <laughs> I a mean, it's so, and it is part of like for the toys and for like the transformations and all this stuff. It's almost like they should have just done mecha versions of the dragons to make it kind of. Yeah, but it was it's just funny because it's like it's like his dragon flying in the sky next to like actual fantasy dragons. <laughs> <laughs> I did not catch that. <laughs> And that's another thing I got to be on the lookout for. So much. <laughs> uh, so yeah, he does a punch and he keep he kill he he takes out like twenty thirty of them. Right, and I think Rintaro comments on it, but not like, uh, "Hey, good job, buddy," or anything like that. So much as just, "Oh, well, we figured it out," or something like that. So got a lot to learn. Okay, yeah, and then um, so then uh, Rintaro and May come over and they're like, "Okay, yeah, yeah," and then uh. You hear this horrible screeching sound. And it's a grasshopper. Yep. I, at it's first I was thinking it was a cricket because that seems more, I guess, what's the difference between a cricket and a grasshopper? Yeah. But, um, um yeah, he someone, has these... Someone's going to point out and be like, there is a difference. Yeah, we're going to get so much hate mail. Yes. How dare you? The grasshopper community is outraged. Basically, the screech was him um, rubbing his blade blades together, so playing, like, playing like, the fiddle on his arm. How, how like, a, a, a grasshopper would rub their legs together to create a sound. Yeah. Or a cricket, you know. Yeah. Uh, and so then, um, it, it basically, they give their evil monologue about how the city, we're going to finish the book and just, uh, as soon as the book's finished, the city will never it'll be permanently like this. Yeah. And you see the cricket or I'm sorry, the grasshopper Megiddo standing next to the ant Megiddo and they both have the books on their chest. Yes. Well, one's on the shoulder, one's on the chest, but one is like not as finished as the other one. Yeah. One is like on the peck and the other one's like in the middle of the chest. Yeah. And they both just jump off and fly into the air yeah. and they, uh. And then uh, May collapses. Yeah, she says she can't handle it anymore and just passes out. Um, and this is, like, part of the whole thing about, like, normal homo sapien type things. Yeah, because he says when he's, like, normal homo sapiens aren't supposed to be here. Yeah. Um. So uh, she falls unconscious. They go over. Uh, Blades is just like, okay, she's still breathing. Let's, let's like, get out of here and, and re- regroup. Yeah, regroup. And so I guess they just take her back to the bookshop or something. And they go back to, I forgot what the, the their base is called something. I don't remember. I'm just going to call it the library for now until we can find it's, the real it's name. It's the northern base, the north base. Oh, because North Pole. They they um they actually say it's the northern base, so that means there's probably other bases. I would hope so if they're going to call it that. Yeah, so uh, they go back to the base, and they're there, and uh, 
what's interesting about this dialogue, they go back and forth saying that like the book's almost finished. Um, you shouldn't go in there because uh, it's getting it's getting so bad that you can die. Yeah, they're rewriting reality, and that means and so your powers might At this might point, you're disappear. looking at them like, how many times have they just given up? Yeah, that really makes you wonder how many times they just quit. And like, because they're, they're like, they're like, because they thought that like, okay, it's too far gone, we can't do it, we're done. Yeah, because the feeling from what she said, she said they're rewriting reality, which means I'm thinking it's like they can write out your ability to have powers there. Yeah, like in this book, you don't have powers, or you, or you can actually die. Yeah, and so, um, and basically, basically, she says I still gotta go, and she's like, there's a difference between recklessness and bravery. Yeah, at which point I think, Bing, we get our key. No, what he says is hope goes beyond something or other. Beyond something is hope. Oh, uh, isn't that what the guy said? Yes. It's yeah. exactly what his what the guy said in his memory. And she's like, that line. Oh, okay. She recognizes so she it. She recognizes it. And at that point is when she's like, okay, maybe you can do this. Yeah. So if if that guy from the start is his dad, she knew his dad. Yeah. And he was a di- guy that died. It was a swordsman that died in 15 years ago. Interesting. So we were actually wondering about like the age, right? And so if it was fifteen years ago, him as a kid, that that kid was like eight, yeah, eight or nine at the yeah for at, sure at the at the youngest. So he's got to be at least twenty three. Yeah, there's no way that kid was four. No. So <laughs> no, I would actually, I think I would be physically upset, like irritated. If they like my it, body would be irritated. Well, I mean, because they show in flashbacks, <laughs> the kid is at least seven or eight. Yeah, for sure. If they try to tell me that's a four year old kid, it's like no. look. I, so he's no. like twenty two, twenty three. So me. we so we got some some context of like time here um and so yeah after he says that and she's like gets the realization that's when the bing happens yes so it's like him maybe like resonating with it that i'm I'm totally probably like that book was like his dad's also yeah i imagine so and so then she he goes over and picks it up it's like a double-sided book and she says it's uh it's he's like what's this and she it's says it's something only you can use saber yes common rider saber this is the first time she's acknowledged him, him. Yeah. called him saber mm. he hasn't been called saber before he was nope. just a common rider before yep but now he's common rider saber which makes me think that it is like she's like acknowledging him as the yeah successor. it's been handed down yeah and it's diego 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 speedy yeah diago speedy and it's issue to issue or issue the issue or something like that i don't know it's uh, bad uh, <laughs> <laughs> um diago it's a, speedy is uh-huh so I think I've told you this before, but they, they're called rider machines because mm. it's not just motorcycles because sometimes they're not motorcycles. Right. Like drive, drives a car. Right. And uh, sometimes it's like not a full motorcycle, but they're called rider machines. And it's basically like the motorcycle or transportation the rider uses. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, this is uh, the Daigo Speeder. Speedy. Daigo Speedy. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, it's a toy. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's, oh, okay. It just looks so, like a dirt bike. Uh, Daigo is like pronounced similar to Draco in Japanese because the sounds are so similar. And so that's like, oh, it's I actually uh, a reference to the publisher, the official, the official like Kamen Rider Perfect File or something. Hmm. Um, okay. It's an Italian company. Oh, that explains why it that, sounds like that, an Italian like, name. Work, uh, so it's an Italian company that publishes Common Writer books. Gotcha. So that's why it's like the whole book thing, they're like tying it in. Yeah, okay. So yeah, there's it's like deep, a little th- Easter there's, egg. There's some deep cuts going on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he, he gets the bike, they go outside, um, they they both do a, a double transformation. Yeah, double a double henchin. It shows them both in the library at the same time, which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah, and then we confirmed uh, what you were saying about the toys as yeah, far the as books. the multiple pages. Very yeah, so cool. So the books are set up so that you can have the three pages, and then when every if you put them in the right uh, places, 
when you open it, it'll show like a layout of the the what the common rider form is supposed to be. Yeah, yeah, because he slaps the uh, he he slaps Speedy on the far left, and it when he transforms, the bike comes with him. Yeah, and then uh, which is why we also forgot to say, mention that Blade puts his book in the middle. Yes, um, and he activates his rider machine, which, which is a trike. It's a Gat trike. Yeah, and the reason why I, I'm going out of my way to say what they call it is because it's got. Friggin' Gatling guns on it. Which makes more sense with his phone call. Yes, a Gatling tricycle. <laughs> Gatling trike. Yeah, this Gat is, trike. This is when it was just like, oh yeah, they could adapt this. Right. Because that, no, when they go into so the fantasy cool. world, it is so CGI. He just one-ups them big time with the with the bikes. It's like, here, I got, it's got more stability, and it's got friggin' miniguns on it. Two of them. <laughs> Two of them. Now, admittedly, I was both disappointed and happy at the same time, because he could have just rode his lion. Yo, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So it's like you're thinking, what's the point of having these things? You're never going to ride them. But then I'm like, but I don't really want to see you ride a cheesy lion all the time. So I'm kind of yeah. glad we didn't go the Zoids route. Yeah. <laughs> so not, not it's not a knock on Zoids, just that I've seen that movie. <laughs> yeah. So uh, so then they're like they're like in the final stages. The city's like in its final stages. So right. it's like totally totally CGI. Decrepit. So that's that's pretty much what the Run to Ride books do is they turn the world into CGI. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And, and so they're they're uh, riding down the street. There are some giant ants. Yes. Like this is when I realized that those things before were not the ant minions. Yes, it was uh, literally those are Megiddo of their own. Yeah. These are now just just giant CGI ants that spit acid. Yes. And so they go through and they're slashing, they're dashing it, and except for <laughs> except for blades, which is shooting. Yeah, he's shooting. just he's just gunning them down. And so there's some cool scenes here with um like a the My- Michael Bay slide under the tanker that's yes. there for some reason on the bike. You know the cool slide. Yeah. In the you know. in in the in that peak. PS3 graphics. Oh, for sure. And then <laughs> when they're in the tunnel, he's riding upside down on the ceiling. Yeah. Um. So he's getting his in. I, I think this is when you said you could think it, see it as a as a, a racing game. Yeah. This game is like streaming to be a so racing game. So in the uh in the warrior style uh rider games, so there's just a button to summon your motorcycle, and you can and no matter who you are, you just summon the motorcycle and you just mow down everybody. Yeah. I feel like if we get a blades game or sorry a saber game. Yeah. Um. There's gonna be some driving around levels yeah this is also when i'd be like dude this totally could be like the thing is is also so far this also feels like the easier setting to run a pen and paper game in oh for sure yeah yeah because it's uh, like even though it's like fantasy based it feels like more there's more rules in it and plus um the fact that it's based in fantasy novels that are actually real yeah they're they're open source books anyone that isn't used and even if it was a open source or it wasn't an open source book you could easily as a dm add it yeah because you know the story yeah <laughs> and you're getting the formula right now like for example they're they're fighting these ants and that's when um common writer saber says to blades you this is the ant and the grasshopper and the grasshopper's protecting the ant so i'll go after the grasshopper you need to find the shining ant because that's the queen and they're the one making all the ant so what it is is like this is his superpower yeah he's read these books he knows the books he reads a lot (laughs) yeah this is an awesome scene because it's like you should be i've never actually read the story of the grant uh, the ant and the grasshopper but i've heard that it's a story yeah (laughs) and and he's a writer too so that means he's his he's got a better concept of uh, story structure and plot yeah yeah. and specifically of fantasy novels like he reads to the children so we know he's read fantasy novels yeah so this is his area of expertise and he's actually making use of it yes and that's cool 
like if there was a way for um zero one to use comedy somehow <laughs> to solve an issue and not create an issue yeah that's the problem that he's bad at it. he's is pat that's a that's another thing we got to give to Aroto is that he's bad at his passion yeah that's just hilarious <laughs> anyways so uh so yeah, so the scene actually follows um, Blades. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like you see uh, Saber just jump up to attack the Grasshopper, and that's the last one we see for a bit because he he goes, he's riding, he mows down some ants. Um, yeah, he finds the Shandy ant. He unibeams it. Yeah, he unibeams it. Okay, so he, <laughs> it's a perfect description. It really is. <laughs> unibeams it, and then he gets what it caught is, in a bubble shoot, of water. It, it's the lion on his chest is shooting out water. Right. And so he gets caught in a water bubble that's floating up, and then he uses Leo Cascade, which it it's his rider kick. It just yeah, he kicks the water. And so then how it blows it, how up. it works is with the toys is that um there's a little like trigger on the sword in the belt. Yeah, and if you hit the trigger once and draw the sword out, it's the sword final. If you leave it in and just tap the button twice, it's the kick. It's the kick final. Okay, that's that's it, dope. It, that's the sounds it makes. Right. Um, and it's it's what they do with it. Also, in the show, he double taps it. They double tap it when they're going to do the Boom, the kick cascade. If they're doing like a, a slash attack, they tap it once and then pull it out. So he destroys this ant and gets the Jack and the Beanstalk book. And it's a smooth move because he like does the super rider kick in the air and mm-hmm. then he lands. Well, he jumps off of his trike, uh, does the super rider, ki- does the rider kick, lands back on it, and the book just flies into his hand. Yeah, <laughs> and he looks at it and it's uh, it's the. Yeah, the Jack and the Beanstalk, but they don't call it that. They call it whatever the actual language is. And then uh, the grasshopper flies by him, and Toma catches up, and he he explains to Toma as he's doing the attack that there's other ways to use the books, and he taps it to his blade, um, that is the Jack and the Beanstalk book, to the blade, and then shoots out a bunch of beans as like a ranged attack. Yes. And um, so that was kind of nifty. I wasn't expecting beans, but it makes sense. Yeah, and there's something about... um, uh, learning? Oh, yeah, yeah. You can teach the sword moves or something like that was the idea I was I getting. I think what it is. Or yeah. teach the belt. I don't, I'm not really sure who, yeah. what he was referring to yet, but yeah. Because Tomba remarks on it. He's like, oh, these you can teach these things? Yeah. Things? I, I can't remember how you <laughs> worded the center. Yeah. Sentence. Worded the center. Jesus. <laughs> just botched that whole sentence. And so he's just like, you try. Yeah, and so he, he gives him the book, and Tom's like, okay, sure. And he slaps, slaps in, in the, the book. Belt. He's like, you're not ready for two volumes. Richard's like, no, 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 not two volumes. Two volumes, you're going to blow up. <laughs> so uh, it looks cool. I mean, he, he goes from the f- both right and left, so we haven't seen him with a, a center yet. Yes. But um, the Jack and the Beanstalk book, it's like a gem-studded kind of green thing with a vine hanging out of his uh, left arm. Yes. And, and uh, he, he shoots at the... Um, yeah, he shoots it at the ground, and Rintaro's like, no, 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 what are you doing? Shoot up there, shoot up there, because the grasshopper was like, oh, well, the book's almost finished, and he's already way up in the air because grasshoppers can fly. Yeah. We find out why later. No, yeah, t- t- grasshoppers can totally fly. Yeah, yeah. But, but as you know, grasshoppers. Just as uh, Rhinos has super hearing. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's still like the one. Uh, uh, it's funny that that one always comes, comes back, even though we've seen, like, the geckos who can spin yeah. a web. Right, but it's the rhino <laughs> one that's really, yeah. it's, it's like... The problem what? is, is like uh, Kuga is so tries to be grounded in, in fact, uh-huh. and they have that. Th- that, yeah. You know what? It's gonna be funny. One of these days, we're actually gonna be watching like a nature documentary and find out that they have like rhinos and they're super hearing, triple human hearing, or something yeah. like that. The extra cones in the rhinos here are granted super hearing, and and it attacks trucks regularly. <laughs> it's just gonna, <laughs> it's just gonna floor me. I'm gonna be like, whoa. <laughs> we go back and apologize to Kuga. <laughs> yeah. I am sorry. We gave this series too much crap. Oh, so anyways, uh, 
this is part of the whole thing if he understands the story of Jack and the Beanstalk. Yeah, because um, a giant beanstalk, beanstalk comes out of the <laughs> ground, and he's like, well, this this, this will do. And, and that's then when Ricardo's ri- like, oh. And then he rides the motorcycle, and we get the 45-second s- sound effect that comes with the motorcycle. Oh, God, it just didn't stop. So that's the only problem with the, these toys. They're such long talk. Because they're part. just telling you the whole story. Yeah. Like once upon a time, <laughs> there was a bike. Like, that yeah, yeah. Could, just a second. I gotta wait for my book to to do the audio book of of little, of little Red Riding Hood, and then I'll kill you. Yeah. <laughs> so he he's riding his bike along the stock, and Rintaro is like, "Wow, it's it's a brilliant move." Basically, he never considered to use it in that way. Yeah. And once it's being used, it makes perfect sense. Yeah. Um. And of course, the beanstalk and the bike move faster than the grasshopper flies. He. I want to say he starts off with the blade attack, right? Like yeah, he kind of uh, like side swipes it, hits it off, and then the grasshopper like is flying. It's just like the book's almost finished. <laughs> and then uh, Saber standing on the beanstalk says, "I'll write the end of this story." And he does. Um, he does the writer kick. His his writer kick, which is like I don't know if he needs the beanstalk to do it because i think it just says yeah because it uses, it uses both of them like okay the, it, it, it wraps it lists up. off both the names but it says flame kick when he yeah because and it, it does wrap up the grasshopper and vines yeah but i think he can just do it with the fire yeah the flame kick and the other is just kind of he like just a little spice together. yeah and uh it's a cool kick actually it reminds me like we saw it uh with, uh, with this shiny hopper zero kick or the zero one kick no it reminds me a lot of uh decades Oh, decade, yeah, because he has the multiple layers. Right, decades like um the mo- the monster is at the end, and he kicks through the the cards into the monster. This one, he like kicks the monster th- through the cards. Right. I mean, the best example I can give of something that we've seen in the West is like Samurai Showdown. There's a character that slices through um the the kind of walls that you see in Japanese castles every yeah. time he does a special strike. Mm-hmm. That's the best example I can give you. But they're pages, and he's, like, kicking him. Yeah. But there's also superimposed a sword, like, l- lining up across his body. So he's actually kicking him with a sword foot that is <laughs> yeah. goes through all the pages and into a book, and then he blows up. Yeah, because he's basically destroying that story yeah. with the kick. And then he gets... Uh, Peter Fantasista. Yes. And it's a, uh, the book, you can see a little boy flying on it. So it looks like Peter Pan almost. Yes. If it's, it's a knockoff Peter Pan. <laughs> no, I think it's actually, it actually is probably just the Japanese title for Peter Pan. Yeah. But um, so that's explaining like, why the Peter grasshopper Pan, could uh, fly. So, sometimes, yeah, that's why grasshopper flies here, Peter Pan. Um, sometimes uh, they just have different titles for books. For sure. Uh, Gunkutsuo is the Count of Monte Cristo, mm. <laughs> which is uh, the one I always remember because they made an anime which had space mechs and yeah. Gunkutsuo. I read that manga, Space Space Count of Monte Cristo, and he's like a vampire. Kind yes. Yes. <laughs> Which is funny because I'm like the story of the the real book Count of Monte Cristo doesn't need any like no it's already kind of cool yeah um way better than any movie uh so uh, yeah as soon as he gets the Peter Fantasista book uh so Peter Pan we go to see uh, the third special attack from Common Rider Blades today he uses his bike special attack which is Hydro Stream so this is the one where he um this is the one where he also it's his it's his that's his uh it's it was his uh blade attack mm. uh but he was just on his bike yeah. um so yeah he does another attack basically just mopping things up yeah because it's because uh, so, so far today we've seen lion wonder we've seen leo cascade and hydro stream yeah so uh so yeah basically everything was a special attack we got a little bit of sword fighting it was good sword fighting yeah it was mostly special attacks but a lot of special and that's i feel like it's going to continue until we see at least a decent amount of the books yeah, but I mean, I I am a little comforted with the fact that the the flame kick 
was still the flame kick and not like a giant Peter Pan monster kick strike with flame or something weird that you would name it. So yeah, it's um, and you're kind of growing accustomed to it a little bit because right. of how Zero One is. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, that's the thing is like in Zero One he like built him up, and that's like how the newer shows are. But mm-hmm. like back in uh, anytime Kuga is the new ability, it's like super big deal. Right. And then, but then there's the complete opposite of like Shotaro and Philip. They just have them all. Right. And it's just weird discovering. Oh, they had that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They just didn't feel like using it this the last time. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't appropriate in that situation. Yeah. Uh, so they, he, you know, they destroy all the bad guys. The city goes back to normal. We see the. It goes to the um, place where the altar book is being created, and yeah. of course it stops. And it, it's like really close to being finished. It looked like there was only maybe an eighth of the book left. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the one of the guys says something I can't remember. I can't quote it. But then Caliber says, "This is just speeding up my plans." Essentially, or accelerating my plans. No, he says I have to accelerate my plans. I think that's what he said. I don't know. I th- I feel like I got the the feeling I got from it was that he was this was helpful to him. Some which it didn't make sense to me, but I'm thinking it's always the villain grand scheme. Like, of course, I need these people to die. <laughs> I, yeah. Either way, yeah. Um, whether it, whether it was according to his plans or I mean, he needs to now speed up. Point is, the plot thickens. He's now more invested. Yes. Which I'm wondering, you know. I, I was thinking to myself when they were um, looking at it through the bubble, saying, now that Blades is here, oh, let's see if they can handle the, the Megiddo now that they have a new power. Yeah. I was thinking to myself, you know, if you just crush these people now before they get really strong, you won't have to worry at all. Yeah, like... You always got to let There the... might be a reason why he hasn't entered the field yet. Oh, Caliber? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It might be like he's 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 trying to keep things in check, or yeah. if he if he's like secretly he can't leave the place because uh, Sophia's like keeping him there for somehow or something right so the way i'm rationalizing it um rather than them just come down and crush common rider i feel like the story isn't about that like maybe that'll change the story if no if there's no common rider to fight the monsters maybe the book doesn't get written yeah so they don't want to crush him right away that's that's my take from it to rationalize why they don't just go down and uh, let's just four on one womp his ass yeah <laughs> But then it's Common Rider, so yeah. we, I mean, it's it's gonna be one on one fights. We know this until yes. there's a two on one fight, which so, becomes a two on two fight. Yeah. So, yeah. So then it goes to. I want to say back to to Toma's bookstore. Back to the bookstore, and Toma's, and they're like, "Oh man, you're such a good swordsman." It was great. Toma's just like, "You're such a good swordsman. Can you help me out?" And he's just like, "Yeah, sure. It's I'll just teach you everything. You just got to call me Rintaro San." Yeah, instead of just Rintaro. And then May comes up and she's like, "Rintaro, gonna like help out some here." Yeah, maybe so, I can help you out too. And he's like, uh, n- "Denied." He, he, he's just like, uh, "You're very straightforward, but I'm gonna have to say no." <laughs> and she has an eclair. She's totally gotten picked. Right. So, so she's got like eclairs, and she's like, "Oh, really? Mm-hmm. What if I won't give you this?" And he's just like, "Oh, eclair with chocolate cup." Eclair du chocolat. And I've only read about those. I've never actually had them. Uh, no. Swordsmen must must keep everything in check. Yeah, they must keep their their mind focused and their body maintained. And, and he's then just he, like, oh, "Sugar's good for the brain." <laughs> oh, but sugar's good for the brain, so it can't hurt. And then she's like, eh, "I don't, you know, <laughs> I don't think so." I, and then she realizes that he's been having his thoughts out loud and comments on that. Yeah. Um. And then as they're doing their little uh, odd man, straight man sort of comedy in through the gate portal that's still there, I guess. It's I think it's, a, it's, yeah, it's a fixture now. Yeah. Comes this guy on a magic carpet. Yeah. It's a yellow or a, a kind of a yellow orange magic carpet. So we know who this is. This is the third rider. I don't know because the, I know the third rider doesn't appear until like episode four, five, I think. Well, they, actually, now that you mention it, because the, the feeling I got from the ending is that 
the dad of the third writer is maybe on the next episode. It it might be it might be the third might be the second one. I don't know. It could be nobody. I don't know. It's kind of weird. Uh, so you see this young guy, I guess, and he's just like Toma. It's been a long time, and he's just like who? who? <laughs> and then it ends, and we get the dance, and yeah. then uh, the trailer says uh, shows another common writer. I think he's Buster. Yeah, common writer Buster, and he is. Uh, it says uh, the name of the. I mean, we'll talk about it later. His but. suit is so cool. Yeah, this is um. So this is what they do when they do older writers. Hmm. Older writers, they bulk to make yeah. them like. I, I I should show you. Uh, the suit is freaking awesome. A picture of so when um Ichigo came back for like go uh, a ghost movie. Mm. Um, he had a different outfit. Usually they just have the same like the traditional like common writer outfit, but they had like this different one when they were doing like um shocker changed history of the world or something like that and there was like a um uh, a, a sango because there was never a sango there was ichigo nigo and then v3 mm. and like there was a sango that was like a shocker like actually was with shocker okay uh, but they had a different suit and it was just like because uh, uh fujioka came back and it was just like this huge bulky like mm. suit and like when he fought he was just like was just like <laughs> just punching things really hard and kicking things really hard it wasn't like <laughs> that's awesome. all elite and stuff uh <laughs> but anyways that's what they do they have like this the idea is that like the older guys are like tougher yeah and yeah. so it's like uh it, they they do have like this kind of night aesthetic yes mm-hmm. and so this is more like a uh he's like fully armored yeah. full plate man yeah so it looks pretty cool yeah. um and, it, and i remember it mentions something on the title that it's like it's about a father and son well, uh, so the title of the third episode is A Father and a Swordsman. Yes, there we go, Father and a Swordsman. So uh, this is going to, there's no telling, it, it It could be just, he could just be a father. Right. And this, who happens to be a swordsman also, and this whole thing like uh, triggers some things in Toma's mind mm-hmm. about like fathers and stuff. Um, and, because I still think that guy at the start's his dad. Yeah. Um, it's got to be something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, and the guy's older, so it, it, it's possible that he's he knew uh, he was there. He was there, and he knew Toma's dad or whatever. Um, yeah, it's just like it gotta be his dad. It's uh, it's like the funny thing about this show is that it's tropey. Uh huh. But that's part of the show. That's yeah. That's the point. The show is about stories. It's about yeah. <laughs> so it's just it's like, supposed to be tropey. Yeah, it's like oh, so you so the so the uh the beanstalk makes a giant. Uh, 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 the seeds make a giant beanstalk? Of course, because it's Jack and the yeah. fucking beanstalk Yeah, here. what the hell is it going to be? <laughs> what else is going to be? <laughs> so the dragon it makes breeze. a giant. Yeah. The bean makes a giant. Yeah, it's like, oh, so what is going to just... The, uh, yeah. You don't subvert Peter Pan makes you fly. That's that's really original. <laughs> no, it's not supposed to be original. It's, yeah. <laughs> it, it was original. It was original, and now we're just stealing it. Yeah, I would be more <laughs> upset if they were trying to go out of their way to subvert expectations with that. Yeah. It's like, oh, it doesn't make you, <laughs> it doesn't make you fly. It, it makes you. Uh... So what do you think? I don't know. I think it's lightning. What do you think the yellow guy is going to be? Oh, his thing? Yeah. I think earth. it's earth. Yellow is a lot of times earth. Yeah. It might be lightning. Lightning is also a good one. Buster, what, right? Like, okay, he's a big guy. Buster, would it be earth? Because lightning is also one of those that destroys. Uh, like in a lot the, of games, lightning uh, breaks earth somehow. Yeah, and that could also be like, he could be the steel one. Ooh, because steel metal is like metal. A, it's one it? of the five Chinese elements. Yeah, but they're not going with the Chinese. No, ones. they're not. I'm just saying, but it's metal. It makes. I'm gonna go with earth, uh, just because I think it's more of a Western element, and I feel like they're going Western. Well, theme with so it. Sentai wise, these are the three, uh, the three main Sentai characters. So there is, uh, um, 
the three main ones is red, blue, and yellow. Mm. And blue and yellow alternate between if they're boys or girls or whatever. That's okay. The, that's the, that's the thing that alternates all over the same. But almost every team has those three. Okay. A red, blue, and a yellow. Right. Um, and so many teams only start with those three, and then they get the others later. Okay. Um, but red is usually fire, sometimes mm. wind, usually fire. Um, blue is water, almost always. And uh, yellow is either lightning or ground. Okay. So it, it's like a toss-up. So you're saying lightning, I'm saying earth, yeah. and, and we'll find out. What do you think the, the, the animal will be? Oh, ooh, what is the animal? Hmm. Okay, so we've got a dragon. We've got a lion. Is it, oh my gosh, because it's not like there's a mythical animal. It's not animals. It's not mythical creatures. I mean, I, I guess you can say a lion of legend is a mythical creature. So I'm thinking maybe falcon? That could be. Hmm. Or... If it is like mythical, they're just going for it because they have a dragon. Um, it could be like bull. A bull. That's not bad. Like a lightning bull would be pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't know because I haven't seen it. I'm trying to avoid that part. Right. Because uh, what if we, okay, you know what? I'm gonna go with a rhinoceros. <laughs> rhinoceros. <laughs> CTS <laughs> excellent hearing. Because of their excellent hearing, yeah. Um to giraffe. <laughs> oh my god. Dude, that would be amazing. And you don't know why it would be amazing, especially if it's Earth. Have you ever seen giraffes fight? Yes. <laughs> it, anybody that's listening to this right now. Pause it. Go to an extra tab or whatever you got to do, and look at a giraffe. And I fight. believe they might be my spirit animal because they can't swim. <laughs> yeah, look at the giraffe fight. It's worth um, your there's, time. Uh, there's the um, in One Piece, uh, Kaku. He got he he was like super strong fighter, and then he got a giraffe fruit, and everybody made fun of him. And then it turned out he was just like super powerful. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, we have to do Sucker Sugoi. Mm-hmm. So what is your suck? I have two small ones, so I'm just going to say I'm pretty much in a rapid succession. Uh, as you already guessed, I don't like Diago Speedy. Mm-hmm. It's not my style. I, don't, I mean, the, the bike is fine. The name's kind of stupid. Um, and the very, very long intro is kind of like, oh, God. <laughs> and other than that, I don't really like to, that there was a million attacks this episode. But um, I feel like I complained about that at the start of Zero One also. Yeah. And then as the show went on, since they've already shown those attacks, they didn't have to spam them the whole time. So I'm pretty, I'm feeling confident that this won't be the status quo. Yeah. Otherwise, uh, you know, everything is, uh, you have these swords, you have these awesome suit actors that can do the moves and you're not going to do them. That'd be like really lame. So, but so this episode, not the best as far as how much sword fighting I got, but I'm looking forward to the rest. So my suck, I think I might've said it even at the beginning of zero one, two, we're having a lot of similar sucks as the is uh, <laughs> the overuse of the CGI. Yes. 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 Um, uh, and like, We've seen in zero one, it's 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 gone way down. Yeah, it it definitely balances out. Yeah, they they still have it, but they are also like they're trying to they're trying to show it. Like also, this episode was about uh the bikes. It was yeah, and so they were trying to show off the bikes and a couple forms, but it was mostly those bikes. Mm-hmm. They want those kids. They want the kids to buy the bike. Um. So yeah, that was my suck because the excessive use of CGI. Because I'm like I've been watching uh some nineties uh tokusatsu. Um some uh some senti- some 90 sentai and i've also been watching um mid phase two Heise, uh uh mm. rider and so there is some in, in drive there is some cg near near to the end there's more cg um and they use the cg for the attacks mm. but in a way that it's like because he's moving so fast right because his initial form is type speed it's about speed okay yeah so they use the so it, it doesn't look as bad okay yeah that's good. and then it's comforting um in the 90s uh, uh, Sentai thing, it's all models. Oh. So I'm a, I'm even more okay with the giant robot fights there because you like, it's like, oh, the you could just see it's like, oh, yeah, they were just making toys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, but yeah, so it's the CGI. 
Well, for my Segoy, um, I already geeked out about the Gat Trike, so <laughs> I'll, trike I won't bring sick. that up again. <laughs> you want a Gat Trike, don't you? Dude. I kind of do want a Gat Trike. At first, when I heard about a trike, I was just like, that's so stupid. Then I look at it, and I'm like, I'm like, okay, never mind. We're in it. You know, it, it rolls less. You sucked me in. <laughs> it rolls less. And um, uh, even though we've learned that from Common Rider, you cannot s- cannot just lay down while on a motorcycle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, um. <laughs> So barring that as my Sequoia, the the thing I really liked about this episode was our hero using his knowledge of storybooks. Yeah. Uh, that was just a really cool scene. I wasn't expecting it right away. And so the moment he's just like, yeah, no, of course. You gotta, you gotta kill the ant queen because blah, 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 blah. And it's like, what? And then the beanstalk? Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So my Sequoia is just uh, the complete differentness of a secondary writer. Oh, yes. Yeah. So different than like, so many other secondary writers mm-hmm. I've seen. So um, he's just like, yeah, sure, you want to learn? Let's Because cool. I'm already getting kind of edge vibes from uh, Common Writer XL, and I haven't even seen that yeah. episode of Double yet. Those are those are valid vibes. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I, I, you know, I get it. And then um, even our second writer in '71 is still kind of he's he's got the comedy relief thing, but he's definitely less serious. Or um, he, he's completely different than than Ichigo. I mean, and I you saw, and you even though it wasn't like that long, you saw the end mm-hmm. from decade. Oh, for sure. Yeah, exactly. There <laughs> yeah. we go. And you're just like, and then Vulcan. Oh, and then also the guy from um the one before zero one. Zio. Yeah, Zio. Gates. Gates is total edge lord. Yeah. yeah. Gates is like I come from a parallel uh, apocalyptic world, and you're the bad guy type thing. <laughs> um. And, you know, so it's like all edgelord. And even even though he's like a writer, but like you look at uh, in Kuga, mm. uh, Ichijo, he's like all serious, oh, down serious. to business. Let's no joking around. Let's get this done. Right. You know. And so then you have a guy who's just like, oh, so you, you want to come? Cool. Cool. I'll, I'll be right next yeah, to you. That's right here. I, I got your back, man. Yeah. And then he like beats those guys. He's like, you're so strong. No, there's many ways to fight. <laughs> yeah. So of, of all the secondary writers I've seen, the only two that are really different are uh from Kamen Rider 71 and this one. And the 71, he was just replacing somebody. So. Yeah, and it was a replacement, so it's kind of... So he, so it's like, yeah. So it's like, it's a nice refreshing to be like... It is. Especially because they like led you to believe, oh yeah, this is... Yeah, they totally Rider made me first. think he was going to be that guy. And then he's just like, oh, I'm sorry, I, I didn't want to take off my shoes. Yeah. So I decided to ride in on my magic lion. Right. <laughs> <laughs> my magic water lion. Yeah, and I feel like I, I feel like we're gonna get uh, Yuck as a dad from the next guy. Yeah, yeah. She's just like she's like, this is my son. <laughs> <laughs> so that's gonna be cool. Yeah, so I'm liking it. Uh, we're just throwing these out with the because we're not uh, current comment doesn't do the rankings alongside the other ones. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you had to j- judge them, Saber and Blade. Um, I think right now I like Blade just because he's more uh, steady. So I think for this one, it's okay to have a, a, a individual list because there's not that many. Mm. So it's less of a, for me, Saber's still at the top. I can see that. I respect that decision. I, I feel like it could go either way for me. Yeah, tomorrow you easily. wake up and you're like, dude, Saber is so much better. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, so I like it. So, uh, yeah, we don't have an official writer ranking for these right. ones, So Yeah, it's kind of hard when it's just the one season. Maybe mid-season we'll have an actual. I don't know. They might have like 19 writers <laughs> in it. Um, yeah, we haven't actually seen the whole toy list. Yeah, like uh, yeah, decade, not not decade, decade and a lot of writers, but that's because they were in only in two episodes. Um, uh, Ryuki was uh, the thirteen writer war. Oh yeah, <laughs> so yeah, so it, we, there's potential for a list to be necessary yeah. here. Yeah. So uh, and as I said, the next episode of Current Common with is uh, Chapter Three of Common Rider Saber, a father and a swordsman. Now the whole thing with the show. It's like 
at first I thought, oh, I'm not going to like it. But then it's just like, no, it's just, it's almost so different from the other shows mm-hmm. that it's hard to compare them. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to compare this show to, to, to Zero One. Yeah. It's totally different. Um, I was saying, I was saying as we were sitting down to watch it that, or I did it at the beginning of the podcast that I prefer Zero One. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's just. I, who knows? Who knows in twelve episodes how I'm gonna feel about it? I feel like I'm still gonna like zero it's one. Kind of like, so I'm just not gonna treat it like zero one. I you think, know? I feel like it's kind of like uh, when I'm reading a uh, like a uh, a Batman or a Superman story. Uh huh. I don't compare them because no. I expect different things. Horrible from idea them. to do that. <laughs> I don't compare them because yeah, they're supposed to be different things. I can compare them to the same thing. And people are like, well, these are common Rider and stuff like that. But they're so different that... Yeah, like if, if Batman was going to solo Brainiac, it'd be bad writing. Yeah. I mean, you can... You I mean, can, I'm sure he's done it. I'm sure he's done it, <laughs> but that doesn't make it right. They're different. That's cosmic. This is not Batman. I'm sorry. Yeah. I love you. You're not a cosmic superhero. Yeah. So just... Well, you don't know about the Bat God? No, I, I, trust me. <laughs> in, in, the thing is, anybody could in the world of the DC Universe, if you slap on all five rings, you're a god. All right. It can happen. <laughs> That's the whole point. But no. So anyways, but like I don't compare them. I, I, uh, I'm just comparing it. And like Saber is getting better. The yes. second episode was better than the first episode. Yes. Not, not that I hated the first episode, no. but the second episode is better than the first episode. Yeah, I agree definitively. So building on it. I think it's going to be pretty good. I agree. Too. It's got a lot of potential. Yeah. I mean, we have no idea how many fantasy stories we're actually going to see. Yeah. Uh, we've already, this is, they've gone through three. Like they did, well, I mean, they haven't gone through three. But they haven't They haven't used fan, uh, Peter yet. Right. But we, we see Peter, we see Jack and the Beanstalk. We, we know there's not going to be an Ant and Grasshopper book because <laughs> that was the story that was being written. Yeah. And it got, and. Um, oh, yeah. She did say that they were trying to fix the books. Yeah. That was the thing is like, I guess they got damaged or something and they're trying to fix the books. Yeah. So that they can have the complete story and make the super book again. Yes. So that's what. Um. Yeah, so, I mean, there's so many things that they could do with story, uh, so many, like, fairy tales and all this stuff and all this open source stuff. Yep. Uh, so, um, and it's and it's Japan, so the copyright laws are a bit different. Yeah. Because uh, I'm not sure if you could actually do anything with Peter Pan. Yeah, uh, no kidding. I don't know. I mean, like, they got away with Hook, right? But was Hook a Disney movie? Uh, yes. I think Hook might have. Was Hook a, Hook a Disney movie? Now I need to know or else I'm not going to sleep tonight. I want to say... No, I actually don't think so. I'm gonna. I'm okay. Final answer. I don't think so. Uh-huh. Hook. Because I think I've seen it on like. No, that doesn't help. Because the sometimes they partner. Never mind. Now I'm not sure again. <laughs> <laughs> Tristar. Okay. So it wasn't. I'm gonna go back to my final answer as if that I was sure at yeah. that point. So it's Tristar, but also <laughs> it was. Uh, uh, it was made in 1991. Mm-hmm. Crap, it was almost 30 years. What? Uh, I was born that year. You know, Carrie Fisher helped write the screenplay for that movie. I didn't. I totally forgot it was directed by Steven Spielberg too. Uh, I mean, it's a really good movie. Yeah. I like Hook. I like Hook. But yeah, so it was, I think it got horrible reviews and yeah, it's like one of those movies that like uh, it's like people like it now, but they didn't then. <laughs> yes. Um. So. Uh. Anyways, that being said, we our next episode will be episode three of current for current common. Mm-hmm. And like I said earlier, if you want to email us, you can email us at fanboyopinion at gmail.com check out the website at fanboyopinion.com we got our twitter at fanboy underscore opinion Opinion. and if you want to um tweet us you can do that there and if you just like uh want to review us in any place uh, we're on all sorts of weird places yeah Um, and honestly every every time i see a new podcast thing i'm like oh throw me up there and sometimes i'm like oh i'm already there (laughs) (laughs) uh 
so yeah just let us know and we yeah i think we're gonna we're gonna bow out of this (laughs) see you next time closing the curtains